You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. I thank you so much for listening and downloading today's episode. I want to talk about Game of Thrones today. I also want to talk about a, a little bit of a broader issue when it comes to reaction to Game of Thrones. It's interesting because I am someone who often gets a little weepy when we get to the end of something. And I've noticed it in myself, my own graduation. I've noticed it when I'm at the end of a quarter of teaching with my students, like how emotional I get because everything is ending. And you think about all the things that have gotten you to that point. And how important and how special those things were to you. And it can be a very emotional type of thing. So, I understand how people, why people around, who are fans of Game of Thrones are upset with why this seems to, it feels rushed. It, the whole thing feels rushed. And I don't think that it's a, an issue of longing. I don't think that people are sitting there going, man, I just want more. I want more because I'm used to it being a couple more episodes long of a season. I do think that what people wanted, even if they didn't get their way as far as how the plot goes, what you wanted was for it to be tied up in a bow, for it to not be messy. And so far, what Game of Thrones has given us through season eight has been messy. It's, it's 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 honestly been a little bit sloppy, and that that's what's really kind of unforgivable. Let me let me compare it to Avengers Endgame. After sitting down and thinking about it, and I haven't seen Avengers Endgame again. Uh, I'm getting ready for my second watch. It'll happen in the next week or so. I still don't have that movie as my top Marvel movie. I think Infinity War was a better movie. I could make an argument for Winter Soldier. I could make an argument for Ragnarok. That being said, I didn't walk out of Avengers Endgame unsatisfied. As someone who loves that whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, I didn't walk away and go, well, I feel like I've wasted my time. And I think that's where the ardent fans of Game of Thrones are at. That the the investment in the show 
has been so passionate that what people wanted were things to make sense inside of the universe that they have created. And I know that there, there's always going to be pushback from people who live outside of the world. I saw Scott Van Pelt uh, tweet about it and then get absolutely dragged in his mentions because he was like, well, you, you, you can't be mad if you're watching a show that has dragons. And yeah, we understand that it's fantasy, SVP. But inside that fantasy, there are rules, rules that the creators have put in place and that we, as the contract between the people who created the show and the people that watch the show is, I am going to suspend disbelief. Obviously, this is not a documentary. This is not a, a history channel program. This is a, a fantasy realm. And inside the fantasy realm, there are rules. And those rules need to be followed. When you hear the HBO initially wanted Game of Thrones in the final season to do 10 episodes. I'm I'm struggling with why they felt like they could get everything they needed done done in six. And I, I went back before I started today's podcast and listened to two weeks ago after the Battle of Winterfell. Elliot Serrano, King of the Geeks, was on my podcast and we were talking about what happened in that and how you know how dark it was, how hard it was for people to see what was happening on the screen. And then I knew that the people that were in charge of Game of Thrones were going to push back and be like, oh, no, it was, it's your fault. And we were doing something artistic. And that's what they did. They put it on us that it was our TVs that were the problem and not the way that they shot the scenes. Whatever. The problem is the weight of the many issues of this season. One, it feels like it's been rushed. Two, you had the continuity error where you have a cup of coffee inside of a scene. And they played it off great. And I think Amelia Clark has been phenomenal when the Rockets, but she was sitting at the game at the Rockets and Warriors series, and the mascot brought her coffee and she started dying laughing. That's funny to me. But that's that's after the fact. If Viewers of the show are are saying to you, man, this this feels like you guys kind of blew through this season. And here's my evidence. My evidence is that you had a really sloppy continuity error. And then the pushback is that, well, just shut up. We've given you eight years. You can give us this one mistake. But it's not one mistake. It's that mistake. It's the mistake of the Battle of Winterfell and what that looked like on most people's televisions. It's how you have from there where Cersei seems to be so far ahead militarily in this battle and then completely useless as the battle comes to, to King's Landing. And it, it just, it, it has been, in a word, unsatisfying. I, I completely, I, I am a Game of Thrones fan. I wouldn't call myself like, I jumped in late. You know, I'm one of those guys that jumped in late on Game of Thrones, caught up, and really got into Season 7 as they were setting things up. And I was very excited for it to come back. I've been underwhelmed. There have been great moments. I'm, I'm not going to 
tell you that they still aren't making great television moments. For example, the way that the Night King dies, having Arya be the person who kills the Night King in the way that she did was great. But you know what still hasn't been explained? How exactly she got past the, the army of the dead to be in the perfect spot to attack the Night King. Like, that still hasn't been explained thoroughly enough. It's one of those things where if you had more episodes, you could discuss it. We haven't really seen Bran for, what, two episodes now? And he's supposed to be really central to the plot, but we don't understand why he's central to the plot. And maybe on Sunday, they will figure all this stuff out for us. But there has been beautiful stuff. I absolutely loved the Hound and the Mountain doing their family feud. I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought the fight scene was incredible. Everything leading up to that fight scene I thought was great. The The conversation between the Hound and Arya I thought was great. Arya getting trampled as all of the, the citizens are trying to, to, to get out of King's Landing and and that I thought that they did a great job of, of expressing that fear. Like if you've ever been to a concert where things get out of hand and there's a horrible history of that in the United States where people would die getting trampled. I, I thought that they did an incredible job of explaining why that is so scary with the fiercest character in the entire show. That was cool. Seeing seeing the some of the ways that they set this up was really cool. But then you have this rush to turn Daenerys into the Mad Queen. And I guess Game of Thrones fans have gotten so used to the slow burn of the show that seeing this stuff just now, just boom, 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 that all this stuff is happening and and from one episode to the next that you have someone that seems to be completely sane to go completely mad. Not that there hasn't been dramatic stuff that's happened because there has. It it just seems uneven. It seems uneven and rushed. And I'm not going to go, you know, I guess I have already, but I'm not going to keep going like story by story or frame by frame with you on this. I will just say that it does bother me that fans are not allowed to express their disappointment without there being a backlash against them as if they're not appreciative of the art. And I think that it's the opposite. To me, when I see that people are so upset about this that they are foolishly asking for a do-over of the season, that's not going to happen. But when I see that, I I see people going, man, we really love this and we don't love it as much anymore. And there were ways that you could have made it better. Now, look, not everything has a happy ending. Not everything is supposed to have a happy ending. But it's supposed to make sense. It's supposed to leave the the viewer going, okay, like I get it. Maybe that's not the editorial choice that I would have taken with that particular issue or that particular character. But 
it makes sense. I see where they were going with it. And, and the cry that you hear from fans of Game of Thrones is simply, come on, fam. <laughs> like, this, this is unrealistic for the way that you have set up your universe. And I think that it's okay for fans to call it out. Now, it goes, it goes beyond. Like, I was, uh, I was watching the final episode of uh, Arrow. Last night on DVR, the the season finale, they're going to do like a 10 episode season next year. And it's going to it looks like it's going to be all like futuristic and multiversey. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then you find out that Emily Bett Rickard, who is the place Felicity Smoke on the show, is not really scheduled to be on the show next year. What I didn't know, because I don't ordinarily go down like fan rabbit holes, but I was looking for information on what season eight was going to look like. And I didn't know that there were so many people that hated Emily Bett Rickard, which I think is crazy because I think she's been awesome as Felicity Smoke and that that character has been ex- extremely necessary throughout the, the, the tenure of Arrow. So I understand that, that fan loyalty can go overboard in that regard. All I'm saying is that at this point, Game of Thrones, it isn't just an, it's, it's, it's very trite to say, oh, the guy that's in his mom's basement. Okay. You you can go ahead and, and use comic book guy from The Simpsons as your avatar for people who are upset about a show that they care about. But that's your audience. If, if that's really how you feel about your audience, they are telling you that you may have gone off course. And I, I'll tell you a place where it usually is effective, and it's a place that you wouldn't wouldn't think. And all, and the numbers right now don't really help the cause of this for WWE, but maybe they help tell the story. WWE fans often show their displeasure with the product, and when they do, and John Oliver talked about this on the podcast on on his show uh, last week tonight. When they do, there's often change. That comes from that. That doesn't mean that they hate the WWE. It just means that they hate the way a particular athlete is being pushed or story is going. And the threat is, well, we're not going to stand for this and we're not going to watch it. And if you look at the ratings decline for the WWE, a lot of them have tuned out. But usually what happens is Vince will make adjustments. The adjustments that he's made, from what I'm reading, I don't really watch that much anymore. The adjustments that he's made haven't been sufficient to keep WWE on the forefront. Although wrestling does go into valleys. It's hills and valleys. Uh, through From my childhood, it's been popular and then not popular at all, then rises up and becomes popular again. There's no threat with Game of Thrones. The producers don't have to worry about fan backlash because basically they're like this is all you get and we're done we're out so it doesn't matter that you didn't like it it doesn't matter that that you weren't a fan of it and ellie and i were talking about you know fan service that at some point your great thing that you have turns into fan service where you are trying to make the audience happy In my mind, it's not even an issue of 
necessarily trying to give them everything that they might possibly want. And you can't please 18 million people with the same thing. But to ignore your pleas from your fan base, it's reprehensible to me. Like, to not understand, to not acknowledge, you know what? You might be right. We may have rushed this. I I, I think is that people digging in their heels over at HBO and at Game of Thrones as if, if their stuff don't stink. And I, it makes me really sad. Now, now, Monday I might be on the podcast telling you completely different because they will have thrown a Hail Mary in the finale and made everything work. But as it stands right now, it's been disappointing. And it's, and it's completely fair for fans to show their disappointment. But you have to know that that disappointment isn't going to turn into anything. It's not going to turn into them turning back the clock and fixing some of this stuff or them having some sort of season nine uh, dream sequence where all of, all of season eight was a dream and we're just going to start over from the end of season seven. And it was all brand's dream. Like that's what was going on. And now this is what's actually happening. If, if I'm, if they do that in the final episode, you all should pay me like a million dollars for me predicting that it would be so try to enjoy the finale I'm looking forward to seeing if they can put this puzzle back together in a manner that is deserving of a franchise that has meant so much to so many people. My fear is that they won't. And then they're going to tell you that they're wrong, that you're wrong for pointing out that they didn't do it. But have fun. Good luck. We'll talk on Monday about this. Have a wonderful weekend. And here's my prediction. Aria. Peace.